Greetings, everyone. Tommy Hawksblood here, calling from the Big Island of Hawaii. It's going to be a really hardcore uh, class, study, workshop, whatever you want to call it. Alright, I'm going to get into a lot of different things today. Uh, they're going to be important. You can believe some of it. You can dis dis disrespect what I say. You can do whatever you want. Uh, putting the truth out there, it's going to be everything that I know and have came to understand this truth through my lifetimes being here. And there are reasons why I say it. Uh, I'm not here to make money. I'm not here to brainwash people. The only thing I'm trying to do is put a little truth out where there is none. And I'm sadly to say, there is none. Alright, that being said, I hope you read the title. And you understand what's going to happen today. I'm going to be talking about truth, but it's going to go into God. Because the truth is God. Without that, there is no truth. But, we'll go into that. All the aspects, why I say that, why I believe that, why I'm telling you that's the truth. Right now, man has this solid decided to follow his own truth whatever that is and the sad part of it most of the people that are trying to tell you this are creating this reality that you're supposed to step in with them meaning follow their truth well am I doing that? no, I'm not telling you to follow my truth if you don't want to if you can't prove it or experience it that you have to do and what I'll say, now this might make you angry, upset, or it might lead you to a better place. You will experience it, and you will find it out to be true. Now, when a speaker tries to tell you what God is, or what it wants for you, that idea comes from the ego of the brain, what the mind has been programmed to accept, all right, uh, and mankind has adapted a lot of junk into their brain, uh, the way we live, the way we act, and what we do, and that is accepted as right. Uh, I have a music playing in the background, but I'm sure it's distracting, so I'm going to turn that off. Sorry about that. Uh, plus, I got more distractions. Hopefully, I'll get to a point where it's peaceful in your world when you hear it. I don't want it to come like a shattering lightning bolt. Which it might. Alright. A person's ego is needed. What we feed it and how we let it use us is a different story. We need to be in control of it. And accept what we need and want from it when it comes out with its decisions or ideas. Uh, they can be good or bad. And it depends on how far we let it take us. Right, I'm going to have trouble. Hold on. One thinks of God that had that 
that it has everything programmed for us to do what we're supposed to be? Or do you think it allows us to get that or create that? Well, I'm going to go through that in detail today. You can say what you want and believe what you want. The truth will come out in the end, the end of life, or the end of multiple lifetimes. Sooner or later, you'll get to it. But to think that we all have the same mission, same same uh, reasons why we're here, well, that's individualized. Now, all the main speakers out there, mainstream, the ones that are talking, making the money, get paid lots of money to talk, just like a football player, a baseball player, they will get paid top dollar for what? Tell you everything's okay. Okay, the things that they talk about are limited. They're going to talk about love as the number one reason for all things. All right. The second part of that, they're going to tell you who you are and what you deserve. Now, to believe that somebody can tell you and help you get what you deserve. Well, it's a dream. Everybody gets what they deserve. It may feel unjust to your thinking and to what's happening, and it will probably reside as that, as false truth. But I can tell you this. No matter how good or bad it is, it's for you directly. What you do with that is your choice. You can turn it into a good thing or a bad thing. And I know a lot of speakers will say that. But without the bad things, you don't get any any more information to move forward. It's through the bad things that growth happens. If you're happy, everything's perfect. You don't need to do anything. You can just enjoy and stay in that moment. If that's satisfying to you. And some people it is. And people with lots of money find that space really comfortable. And like staying within it. Karma fills your life, good and bad. And bad is not a bad word. Bad karma. Oh, that's bad karma. Well, hopefully you were given that experience to learn something that you didn't learn. It doesn't matter what the experience is, good or bad. If you don't learn from it, it's not beneficial to you as a soul. The part that I'm going to say, you might not like. You're going to be here until you learn it. You can't bypass anything. Not in the next realm, or the higher realms. You can't. Do whatever you want here. Learn or not learn. Be stupid, be happy, be whatever you want. But you're not going anywhere. We're going to go into great detail now today. I'm going to try to get through as much as I can. Uh, there's going to be so much information. If I can get through part of this, I'm going to be really lucky. How much do these speakers, ministers, preachers, psychics, know about reincarnation and death? Well, if you want to believe death is just like stepping over a mountain and then everybody's over there partying, uh, 
This is nothing you have to learn. You can believe that. Do they know anything about reincarnation? Oh, we reincarnate. The, the illusion, the illusions that people go through are amazing about that. Death? Well, I had over five death experiences. And I'll tell you, they're all different. It's not like you see the light, you see the lover, your, your lover that died, your mother, your father, or family, Jesus, or God. Which is so far from reality. So far from the truth. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, Alright, now... Imagine knowing nothing about the inner worlds that you're going to go to when you die. You're going to go to the astral plane. I don't have to say worlds because it's singular. There's different dimensions in that realm that you're going to go to. Different levels. But it's still the astral plane. Uh, I, I talked about this a little, and it's going to be probably a lot more fun than being here. Because guess what? You can't die. You transition when you leave there, but you, or you come back here, but uh, you don't die there. And you can't kill somebody there. So probably one of the worst things you can do in this physical world, you can't bring with you and you can't do it there. You can try, but it won't work. Uh, so, that's what I want to help and give to you if you listen to what I say and try to understand it. Okay, going beyond the programmed accepted ideas that we have. And we have multiple ones uh, from this life and many of the other lifetimes we lived. Now, let me shatter your bubble right now. All the people that are listening, please don't leave. Please stick around. You're going to learn things you have will never learn anywhere else. And I'm not making it up. This is all a matter of spirit telling me, okay, this is the right time, the right thing to do. Uh, my partner, ex-partner, I, we did a lot of UFO stuff together. So I do like teens coming out with a lot of stuff. He's putting videos up every day now. Uh, and he has a lot to say. So something's opening up. Sure, everybody's out there talking. But what are they talking about? Is anything that most of those people out there talking beneficial to you, your family, or anything else? Life is not about love. First first thing, it is not. Alright? It's not about fame. No, it's not. And it's not about fortune, which many people believe it is. And all the money will not get you anywhere in the end. So, what is it about? Well, is it about having children? Many people think, well, yeah, we have. How many children are you supposed to have? One, two, ten, fifty? Does it matter? You're supposed to stay pregnant all your life? I mean, in the old days, to mass produce the planet to the population it is, the more people are having lots of children in different ways, with different people and, and even close people, friends and family. Well, we'll get into paying off karma later, but. Uh, this isn't prison. Somebody just put in there in this prison. No, it's not a prison. It's a starting point. 
Everything needs a starting point. Soul needs a starting point. And, and because you're reincarnating or incarnating into this world can mean a lot of different things, such as, there's, I'm going to explain this in detail a little bit later, that there's new souls and old souls. Old soul means you reincarnated many times. New soul means you didn't. And I'll have to explain why, but that's going to take a little bit of work. But I'm going to go into a few things that we feel life is and makes life important. Sports, to most men, and now women are jumping into that as well. Abnormal sex means anything outside of a relationship and marriage. And cheap drills, drugs, drinking, smoking, hunting, fishing, fast cars. I already said money. Schools, preaching, preaching your programmed idea. The idea you're saving the world. More so now, working with aliens. Thinking you can buy your way into heaven by doing good things. <laughs> Couldn't do enough good things to buy your way, buy yourself into heaven. Not on this planet. But you can take them all apart. Because we give them so much energy, it's taken away from our own own energy that soul has within itself. And dispersing it among things where it doesn't need to go. But as long as the mind, filled with ego, says, okay, that's what you need to do, that's what's important, that's what's fun, you're not going to look any further than that. So if you don't have things happening, you're never going to rise above it. Stay interested in sports all your life. Does it help you anywhere down the road? Oh, if you're a football player, basketball player, and you make a couple million dollars a year, it's helping. Helping your ego get bigger. But that's not important. Telling yourself you're important. Making yourself feel important. Is that what it's about? Most speakers, I listen to them. I, oh, and I listen to Conversations with God, uh, the new couple of lectures that came out recently. You know, when you say the same thing over and over, but here's the thing. I actually saw the person lying now. What he's saying is not even feasibly possible or right. I'm not going to go into that. I will be doing a show on the speakers themselves soon. Yeah, I'm going to get big whiplash on that one. But I am. But to say things that are delusional, that have no contrast to reality and to death. People that don't know death can't talk about life. And I said that directly to uh, Ekitoli. Because he, he's been getting super famous talking all the time. And even Oprah asked him about death and he couldn't answer it. Couldn't say anything about it. Oh, my mother died, my father died. So, we're going beyond all that. We're going into the truth, which nobody can talk about because they didn't experience it or have a way to balance out all the lies they have and to try to sift through it to get any little truth out of what they already know. Which is little. Nobody through history talked about the truth. They give you no reason to look for it. Their delusional and illusionary ideas they're feeding you 
to work with are just to keep you here. Locked into being what you are. Zombie slaves, for a word. Program fools. Computer repairmen, which you will all be. That If you want to have a job, that's all you're going to need to do is learn how to fix a computer. Can anything you think really help you? Think about it. Well, I can get a better job. It's always about fortune. A bigger house, a newer car. I mean, I'm not saying we all don't want it. I'm not saying wanting is a bad thing. You might be more you shouldn't want. You have what you deserve and need. No, you can want if you put the anger part on it and, and curse God out because you didn't get it. That's a different story. You could have a great idea and bring it out to the world. If it helps, it helps. If it don't, it don't. But what's going to help the world? What we think will help the world is not what's going to help the world. People that say God talked to them are delusional. Any psychiatrist would say that. So would any psychologist. But they're wrong about what they know because they don't know anything. So why I would say God talked to you. Well, that's like saying God has a reason to talk to you, for it to talk to you. What would that reason be? To make you a better person? Would you listen to God if it said something directly to you? Or I got to go out into the world and make the world hear what I know? Jesus knew that before he came here. He didn't come here and have an angel come over, oh, you got to go out and teach the world. You know, from start. But when a person's in La La Land with all these programs and they're suffering, suffering makes people think. And the first way to get out of the problem is get some money. Then how do we make more money? Well, I listen to the sad stories that people have. Mine's incredibly horrible. If I went into it, I might say a small part of it, but I, if I got into my whole story, it's more dramatic than any of those speakers out there right now. They don't even know what I would be talking about. Never even came close to it. Is that ego? No. When I explain what I went through and what happened, it'll be a different reality and understanding. I just want to do one little thing. No problem. Okay. So, where do we start? Why do we want to change the world? How about change your sorry little ass? Sorry about that. Because we think we're so big, so great, so important. We got to say we're one with God to make ourselves feel bigger. Do you really believe that? If you do, the drugs you're taking are incredible. No, so you're not taking drugs. You drink soda, eat food. Everything has chemicals in it. Do you get your vaccination? That has four poisons in it. So you get intoxicated one way or another. You breathe the chemtrails every day. And they're putting stuff in that all the time. So to say you're not doing anything, you're doing something. But here's the thing. Soul can't be poisoned. Body can, but soul can't be. Soul can heal its, the body if it needs to or wants to. 
doesn't need a healer, doesn't need somebody out there to do it. It can do it itself. Uh, but what are you really doing? You want to heal your body? For what reason? Well, if I don't, I'll die. And what could happen if you die? I won't be here no more. And what's that mean? Well, I'm leaving everybody. Soul's here to learn for itself what it is. It's not going to learn what everybody else on this planet's here for. Because each one has a slightly different thing to learn or be or become or understand. Or I should say, multiple things to understand before it can even move forward. Hopefully you're taking a step already just by listening to me. If you can manage to listen to this whole thing, you'll have a lot more to deal with and understand and work with. And I'll tell you straight out what that means. Are you ready for that? Are you? Please ask yourself, are you ready to move forward? That means learning. Learning, you have to learn. Learning is always another step, one way, one way or another, into a certain level. How to understand a real God. Not the man-made God, not the delusional God, not the idea of God, not the programmed idea of God, not the deities, not the angels, not aliens. God itself. And there is only one. So, I mean, you can listen to history where we went from multiple gods to singular God. Well, you know, understanding that is one thing. And knowing it is another. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Do you? You could say that. But do you understand what God is? I haven't met one person that understands what God truly is. Why is that? Because my idea of God is not what anybody else wants? No, because they're ideas of man-made programmed ideas. I went through the programs. I heard the programs. They didn't make me agree with anybody, especially Christianity or religions or even the New Age world right now. They're all pretty much delusional. I, I know you're not going to like that, for me to say that, but you are. Do you really think love is the answer to your life? It might make you feel good, but does it answer any of your questions? I'm sure it doesn't. I'm going to make a statement, uh, and I mean to do this in an intentional way. Uh, with many gods, we will never come together. Until there is only one God, will we ever stop destroying the planet? And that's true. Whether you want to accept it or not, your God's better than my God, my God's better than you, or we all have the same God. And we all don't have the same God. If you don't know God, you don't have the same God I have. You know an idea of what a God is. If you didn't experience God, you don't know God. And what was that experience? You're not going to see a man standing there and telling you anything. That's not going to be God. And it's not going to be able to say it's God. You might say it's God. Because of your limited awareness. If we cannot think alike, we cannot work alike. And we can't create a better world if we don't think together the same way. If I want to build toy, 
tall houses and you want to build little houses, how are we going to make the world better? Put both. That's not making it better. That's compromising both. You can't compromise the truth, ever. You're going to take the wrong step, all the wrong way, or just get more karma. It's a straight and narrow path. I walked it most of my life. It's the hardest path to walk. Yes, it is. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Don't do drugs. Uh, yeah, it would be nice to get away from my mind and my, my soul as well. Just for a few seconds. So, like, I did something I don't know if too many people really even tried and could do it. I said to God, whether you listen to me or not, I said, I want to take your pain for one split second, all of it, so you don't have to experience it for that one split second. I will tell you this, and it's not a made-up idea. I was laid up for the next six months in pain, all those things. And as I said, I hope for that one split second, God didn't have to deal with all our ignorance on all the realms and all the different uh, worlds down in this lower world dimension. Yeah, I had major surgery. My arm was paralyzed, and, and I had to lay in bed for three months and, and start working my arms and everything. But it was it was pain, not nothing but. But I really didn't care if it did what I asked it to do, and I feel I did. God said, you're that stupid enough to do it? Uh, I'll give you one second. Uh, so, you know, we each move in our own directions. I mean, well, I want my wife's pain. I want my... Well, yeah, I asked for that. That I don't get. Uh, we have to deal with our karma and how it relates to us. Always. Whether we think we can pour it out on somebody else or take somebody else's... When a healer heals you, they're not taking anything from you. You believe they are. And that's why you're letting go of it for a while. But it's going to come back. Karma doesn't disappear. It doesn't magically evaporate. People believe it does. Christianity says, do a hundred Hail Marys, and it just disappears. Really? Karma is karma. It's cause and effect. It's what you created. You're responsible for. You create a child. You're responsible for it. Even if you give it away. What if you kill it? You're responsible for that. Period. Good, bad, or indifferent. What it does is your responsibility. What you teach it. All those things are part of your karma. Yours. Somebody said in the chat room real fast that, oh, I don't believe in God because he allows people to suffer. Well, guess what? That suffering's in your mind. It's delusional. How do you know you're even here? How do you know this isn't a dream that you're living in? And how can you prove that it's not? Uh, second of all, that pain and suffering is the only thing that makes you think a little bit outside the box. If the average guy can have sex with beautiful women every day, eat eat lobster at nighttime, and, and do all these fantasy things that he might be dreaming of forever. You think he would want to change ever? The Muslim religion, they believe 
when they I, I said it last time, I don't want to say what they believe in. Check it out. It's ridiculous, crazy. But it's their religion and they accept it because Muhammad said he worked with Gabriel, an angel, supposedly. So where do you want to go? How about the truth instead of stories? Is it going to help you? Well, you have a car accident, you gotta get fixed, your body is in pain, you're gonna start dealing with things. Uh, what makes you think God is like a human? And that's what I'm trying to get out as well as many things today. What makes you think God is what you perceive it to be? The word compassionate, loving, is man-made words that do not fit God. God is not compassionate. God is not loving. Not to souls and, and people and entities and beings and everything that's down here. Oh, yes, it is. Really? What's God protect you from? What's God protect your children from? Why do you think God has to protect you? Why do you think God has to do anything for you? You're too ignorant to listen to it if it said something, something to you in the first place. Do you try to hear what God says? Or even through spirit? Well, your mind and ego steps in and fills that void with something. Oh yeah, you talk to God. He said do this or that or this or the angel said this. And all these people talking to angels, they're not talking to angels. They're talking to their brain. Angels don't have to come here to teach you how to get a job. We'll get into that. But as I go through these things, I want you to realize you're learning something that no speaker out there is going to tell you. Because they don't know it. They don't understand it. Can somebody ask you a question and you don't answer it? I guess 99% of the people out there, 90% of the questions they get asked can't answer any of them. They go, oh, I believe. I believe. Somebody says to me, well, you talk like, I, I say for myself that I, it's my experience. I said, well, is your experience real or not? And if you say it's real to you, it's real to you. But is it real to spirit? Did spirit really come through you or say something to you? That's what you got to find out. That's what you need to know. And that's called truth. Where is whatever you hear, say, and do coming from? All right. I'm going to break a myth that most people have. Well, in a new age world. The so-called spiritual people saying we're spiritual now. Uh, understand very little about reincarnation. Some don't accept it. Some say, yes, oh, I can come back whatever I want in the next lifetime. No, you can't. What program, who gave you that program to tell you and, you, and made you believe it? Ego. Ego got pieces of answers from other things and it puts it together. Well, I can come back at anything I want. No, you can't. The Egyptians didn't have a clue. They they heard the word about reincarnating and they spent a lot of time worrying about it happening but they went about it all the wrong way without any truth behind it. If an alien said, well, you can come back in another life without giving them any more details, guess what? Let's build pyramids. Let's put our little coffin box in there. When I die, wrap me up real good and put all my things I'm going to need when I come back. 
And then what? What delusion did you leave with? What, what, what imaginary story did you accept and take as reality? What alien race told you that? God did. You know, it's like anything good, they blame or they put it on God. Anything bad, they put it on Lucifer. Well, Lucifer is not the bad person in this either. We'll get into that. So when you say you can come back whenever or wherever you want is a lie. The word you don't understand or they don't understand is the word karma. Karma says this is where you're going because this is what you deserve. Period. There's no if, ands, well, I don't want that karma. I want different karma. I want a different body. No, you don't have the choice. And I'm going to explain the reasons why. But when you die, you don't take money with you. So obviously you're not going to be able to pay anybody off when you get there. So reincarnation means what? Coming back here again. Incarnating back to this planet. Reen means coming back in again after many times. How many times are we here? Do you know? Do you know all your lifetimes? Do you understand them? Do you understand what you were trying to learn in each one of those lifetimes? I'll tell, I'm going to give you something that no other body, nobody would probably, probably tell you either. It's the same thing. But you're going to try every which way to get to that same to the answer of what you're looking for. Meaning different people, different jobs, different things. All these things are going to be different, but you're still trying to get the same answer that you originally came in for. <laughs> it's simple. It's simple. I'm not going to tell you. It's too simple. But souls come here for one reason. Only. Not thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions or billions of reasons. No. You think a child is born in, in Africa starving to death because it wants to? It asks to? Now, which karma said this is where you're going to serve your time and pay off some karma? You don't pay off all your karma. Pay off some of it. I'm going to get into a lot of things. I, I hope I can do it in a time. If not, I will make a part two of this and keep going. Well, evolve is the right word. Evolve into the next step of what we are. And what that means. Planet Earth, you're not going to do that. Sadly to say, uh, you can't. And we're going to, we have multiple reasons why we are here and why we are what we are. So, now, let's get this straight. You don't come back wherever you want to. You don't have the money to pay your way out of heaven or to come back. And you need to let go of this body. It works while you're here. Sure. But you can't take it with you. So rather than trying to pay off your karma, which you can't, because you don't know how to, you reincarnate. I mean, the astral plane is one step up from this world. But even at that, you can't stay there. Until your karma is just, can you stay on the astral plane? And that's why most souls will reincarnate. 
and they do. Now, there's five lower realms. You know, somebody said 10 years, and that's what I always say. But there is always, uh, what's the word? An exception to every rule, depending on the vibration and, and what the person really changes and vibrates. Very few souls change much in a, in a lifetime. All right. And there's always one soul that can take a giant step. But it takes an aware person to start with to really look at what, what's happening, what's going on, where he's going, what's going to go on there and all that. And very few people are ready to do that. But in each realm, each plane has its three levels that I know of in each realm. I don't know if there's subdivisions and all that, which they could be. I didn't spend much time playing in all, all the lower realms that much. I mean, I did in the Esther plane for a while. But that becomes quite boring very shortly if you're aware. If you're unaware and attached, it's the perfect place to be. Well, I can eat all I want. I can fly around. I can, I can party. I can, and it's just like living in uh, Disneyland forever. Uh, but somewhere down the road, you say, well, I want to stop playing. I want to grow up. Not, all, not everybody wants to grow up. Very few people do. The place where soul resides is called the soul plane. And that is different than all the other planes. You see yourself truly as you are. You can't see yourself any other way. And you are a light being at that point. You're not a body. You're not male or female. So it's... Are you ready to see that even? Do you want to see that? What would give you the desire to see that? Well, it's called awareness. Being aware of something's better. Are you happy with what you got? Well, what's what's the story... An egg in your hand, a hen in your hand is better than eggs tomorrow because they could hatch and grow multiple chickens and all that. But one thing is better than not having any. Well, if you don't have any, you have to take a giant step because now you've got nothing to work with and you're going to have to find something to work with. But in these realms, you're going to play and have fun or not. At that point, when you realize you're bored or it's not as vibrating as you want it to be or you think you can become, you'll look forward to moving forward. Time's different there, and it takes a lot longer to get anywhere there than it does here. But when there's no time, you're not getting older. If you choose 36 years old when you get there, you're going to stay 36 forever. And that might sound good for 100 years, 1,000 years, but say 10,000 years from now, you're on the airplane. And you've been playing, eat, eat cupcakes every day. Uh, you might want to change. Like I said, unfoldment's not easy. It's the hardest path, the hardest choice to make if you decide to do it. And you need to. Period. No matter what people say, do, or you can do what you want. Of course you can. Go around killing people. You can do whatever you want here in hell. It's, it is why it is what it is. And that's why God said, I am what I am. Uh, it is what it is. It is hell. Called 
heaven. Call it whatever you want. Make it in your mind to be. But if you live in a world where hunger and, and all the criminals and crime and all those things going on is part of it, it's not too beautiful. I mean, right around the corner, somebody could be dying, killing somebody, and all these other things. That's not beautiful. It's not how Atlantis was. But every act you create, every thought you create, is the vibration that you create for yourself and become. You change your vibration from physical to astral to the third, fourth, fifth, astral, mental, causal, things like that. But the vibration's getting higher. Now, if you go up by a bunch of tuning forks, like from a low scale to the high scale, and you keep a bunch of glasses right in front of you and you hit them, the lower ones don't do anything to the glass. When you hit the higher ones, the glass shatters. Because vibration has to be in a space that it's allowed to vibrate in, and that space has to be adapting to it. You can't take a vibration that's super high, I'm just going to say an angel, and put them here and leave them here. The vibration will slowly or fastly destroy the planet. So when people say, well, this and that, no, it can't happen because it's too high vibration already. To say Jesus would come back, his vibration is so high it would destroy the vibration of the way we think and act and live and everything else. When he first came, he rose was in, in the level of awareness as well. I mean, the, the idea that he was God and he was always what he was, no, it's not true. He went for ascension, the most critical word for a spiritual being. And basically, thought the Atlantean taught it to a few souls, not many. But it's going through the gateways of the pyramids into the higher realms. Not physically. Physically you can't do it. But even when Jesus explained about death and, and everything else that happens, it wasn't solid. Nothing was solid. You go into a higher vibration, things become finer and lighter. And become much more light than, than sound and hardcore vibrations put together. You hit a table, it's solid. You hit a snowflake, you can go through it. The, 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 con, the solidness of the object changes. So when you start becoming spiritual, for a word, when you raise your vibration and you start living it, guess what? You can't stay here. The vibrations don't react with each other. And the negative vibrations will be attacking it while it gets destroyed. Not, not you as the, the, the light being or vib higher vibration. But it's such destroying things. And I could go into detail about working with Shiva and, and, and allowing to work through me. I watched it tear everything, everywhere I went apart. And I'm not making that up. So, because the deity itself can't come here. It would explode the planet. People say, why aren't there angels here now? Because they're too high in vibration. And our vibration's pretty lousy. So, all I can say, until you experience a true God, you will never become that high vibration. But how many people care about God? 
or give it what it deserves or what's due. Well, I pray to God and I say thank you. Thank you? Thank you to God? Uh, did that help God in any way? So you're saying thank you? What you do and become. And it's not staying on planet Earth that makes it makes God happy. Why do people believe that? There's more people starving, hunger, and everything else going on than ever because the number is higher than ever. And I'll give you that number in, in a couple of seconds, which is phenomenal. People hate rules. Why? Why do you think people hate rules? Well, they want to be able to do what they want. Well, what you want to do, is it right? When a person wants to cheat on their husband or a wife, is it right? You want the Lord to say you can do whatever you want in a marriage? No. Because you can't follow simple guidelines, why should you be given more freedom? You'll just hurt more people. And that's why there has to be foundation of laws or rules or regulations. But they have to be just to all beings. Can't be prejudiced to one color of skin, one condition, healthy or not, one fat person versus a skinny person, heavy person versus skinny person. It cannot be. We'll go back as far as Moses. Was Moses right about anything he did? Did he know the truth? You know, when you have the truth in your hands and you don't understand it, it's useless. I gave you hydroglyphics, put it in your hand and said, okay, this is what you got to do and you couldn't read it. It's totally useless to you. When Moses was given ten simple laws, he couldn't obey any of them. And the first thing he did was break the tablets that were supposed to be what he was supposed to be teaching or, or, or get out. Now what's the second thing he does? Kills people. So the truth in front of you doesn't help until the inside soul says, okay, I need to move forward. I want to move forward. I'm going to move forward. If you can tell yourself that and believe it, then you can. In the Bible, it says Jesus said he was God. Though he never said that, ever. I mean, the last month of his life, when I was with him, no, he didn't say that. Never said it. No reason to say it. Had nothing to do with what he was teaching. About him being God? No, he was teaching about a real God. One that's with beyond all of us. Uh, and that's critical because mankind has lost that awareness and uh, downplay every aspect every, of a god, of a deity, create alien gods as well, and they all fit together. Just as Moses did when he came down and says, kill those people, they're all demons. Thou uh, shalt not kill. So who gives a person the right to kill other people? Nothing. Sure not God. When Jesus talked about turning the cheek and all that stuff, I know people don't want to hear Bible stuff. But he wasn't talking about a religion. He was talking about the consciousness of a human. 
and what we should be versus what we were in those days. Oh, people, in all his followers, only two of them could write. Only two of them. So did they write everything that was happening? Of course not. They weren't with Jesus 24 hours, day and night. I mean, the last couple of days of his life, when he was trying to finish and, and give him all his teachings, which he couldn't do in that time frame, uh, they knew a lot more about him. Like he was human. Uh, so yeah, when he died, they all fell. I can't even shut that off. Uh, hold on, I got a direct call. Oh, hold on, I'm just trying to get him up. Can you call in on the... I just hope you can call in on the phone number. If you're trying to get in... Hold on, let me see if I can pull him up in the Skype room. Where's Mr. Skype? I just tell him to call in. All right, let me uh, get back to that. If he calls in, I will take his call. But uh, Well, let me get back to these rules and stuff. We want to believe this. We want to believe that. We hope that this is better than that. And that's getting us closer to God, closer to truth, closer. None of it is. Nothing you read here is helping you get there. Telling yourself you're everything is not where it's at. You're nothing. I'm going to tell you the opposite of what you want to hear. You're a nobody in a nowhere land doing nothing. Oh, but I invented a peanut cracker. I invented... Yes, so? Does that help spirit? Once you let go of the body? Anything you invent, anything you create, can you bring it into the astral plane? Of course not. Not even the clothes you wear. Your head designer of clothes. That's not helping anything. So, we, we get into this bull story of belief and everything else. It's all lies. Alright. Jesus had connection to God itself. Moses had connection to Jehovah. Now, that word Jehovah is a God. I call him a little God. A deity. And they're very similar. Alright. Deity was just the word the Hindus used for God. But uh, Jehovah was a very egotistical God. I mean, he, and it says it in the Bible, it says it, but he was. He was a jealous God. And that's why the Ten Commandments came out the way they did. But God is different completely. You have to pass Jehovah. Or, or take the other gods, Brahm, Cal Brahm. No matter what religion you follow, what path you think you're on, you have to go past three gods of the top of the... I mean, I guess it's the beginning of the third world, but I call it the top of the air, the plane, to get into the next realm. 
And just imagine your worst nightmare as far as having, like, whoever you think is the most strictest person on the planet standing there in front of you are there. And then there for a very important reason. They don't need any bad person, person that's going to change their thinking or, or anything to go past them. Because now you're going from the astral plane, which is, is a lot better than here, into a world that's so much more incredible. So they got a really important place. Jehovah, on the other hand, is right there. Oh, sorry, I meant Lucifer. He's happy what he's doing. He's working off his karma the way he wants to. But God allows it to be where it is for a reason. Everything God creates does is a reason. It's not like God's daydreaming and just popped out a dinosaur or things like that. Uh, in its reality, you might call it that, but it has reasons for it. It allowed it to be. So that allowing part is when God gets creative and allows it to happen and become reality. It's man and, and everything else that allows these things to get abused, twisted, and rearranged and become something that it isn't. Now, when you go into the discipline and you're trying to move on, that's when you're going to find out how much you know about spirit. Because playing in there, again, if you're stuck there, you're not looking higher than that. Every time you move into a bigger house, you say, well, I want to move into a bigger house right away. No, I want to enjoy this house. Well, and that's what men and women do. Every few souls go past these gods on the mental plane. To get into it, I should say. You have to prove your vibration. For, I mean, you're not going to say, the key is, the password is, let me in. <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's the vibration you're vibrating at. There comes a time when you can't change that. And once you become soul, you are that. You can't change from what you are, but you can let go of that even. So yeah, it gets more complex, more complicated every step you take. But it only gets better. And better is the interpretation of awareness. You want to stay unaware and be happy on planet Earth? You can. You want to stay unaware and be happy on the Esther plane? You can. God's incredibly loving in a different way than we perceive it to be. If you like being in hell, God allows you to be. You ever decide to get out? God will give you the way to get out as well. Jesus brought truth out. Nobody else did. Sorry, people. All those names, Buddha, Gandhi, Muhammad, all those names, they don't talk about God and what God is and what it, what it allows and what it wants. It allows people to stay in hell. And if people think by sacrificing themselves and blowing up people they're going to get into heaven, delusional. My life's on the line. I don't care. I die with my truth, not theirs or anybody else's. And that's the way you should live life. But once you experience God... Nothing else can take it away. Nothing else will take it away. If you truly experienced it. If you daydream and, oh, I talked to God and he told me to go out and tell people that uh, it's all a matter of letting go, living in the moment. The moment is nothing. 
if the moment is the moment and it's not moving, nothing's happening. If God didn't want anything to happen, it didn't have to create anything. It could have just stayed in the bliss that it was in itself. Mankind doesn't think anything out, ever. They like a thought, they hold on to it, and they like this this result. They don't want to take it deeper and further and see if it breaks, the, breaks their viewpoint or changes their viewpoint or shatters it, however you want to look at it. But it changes. And I'm telling you, if I make it, uh, I'm about a quarter way through, which is not far. I, I write notes, I have to. My mind is going through too many things at the same time. It's all pouring out. So to stay with the truth and what I want to bring out within it, I have to really focus on it. All right. The rules that we don't accept, Ten Commandments. Well, we replace it with another word, morals. I, I mentioned this a while ago. There was a magazine when I was young called Morals. It was like, like Life magazine, but it was about people, the way they think, the way they believe, the way they dress, why they dress the way they dress. It was called morals. Why women had to become skinny. Why, And it goes through all those things that we put ourselves through. Does it have anything to do with God? No. Does it have anything to do with spirit? No. I think that should get you really angry and frustrated. Not smiling and having, oh, I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm everything I should be. I'm the best there is. You're a piece of nothing. I mean, we're just little beans in the bean factory. We're a little grain of sand on the beach. Some of us have a little desire to move forward. And most of us say, oh, the beach is so comfortable. Oh, the breeze is so good. The sun's so beautiful. And they don't want to become anything else. So, you need to prove God exists to yourself. You deserve that. God will allow it. Then and only then will you understand real truth. And that word truth relates to freedom. And you don't get that until you become that. Imagine giving freedom. Go to all the prisons and say, you're all free to go and do whatever you want. What's that going to do for the world? Anything? Is the world going to become better? Do you believe that? Tell your children to go out and do whatever they want and give them all the money to do whatever they want. What are they going to do with the money? Money doesn't buy anything spiritual. It can't. Money can only buy physical reality. You can't buy spirit. You can't buy soul. This is a hard workshop. And I, I want it to be. Because I know very few people will listen. Once they hear one little thing they don't like, you run from it. What's the easiest thing, easiest thing to do? Run from the truth. The truth hurts so much. The truth's too painful. Well, no pain, no gain. You don't let go by not having it. You hold on to things just because you think they're right. Somebody told you they're right. Who's that person? Who told you whatever you believe is real and right? Think about it. Where did it come from? Where did your truth really come from? Well, I, I had an experience of what? Well, I was doing something and something helped me. What? An angel? So that makes you believe everything that you think is real is right and true? You don't think Lucifer grants everybody what they want? If you go to Lucifer? Well, I wouldn't go to Lucifer. Why? Most people do. 
Lucifer, Lucifer says he's Gabriel and Michael. You're going to listen to him. How do you prove he's not? How do you know he's not? Do you got any way to judge or filter that out? There's things people don't even talk about because they're too ignorant to even try to understand it. There were giants on planet Earth. Can, can we even understand that? No, they won't let us know. Well, the book Enoch was the... And they talked about giants and stuff. And it was in the Bible, but they kind of like, don't talk about it. And to say that there was giants, oh no, that was a, that's make-believe, that's not true. It was a disease in the bone. And every other story to disprove that giants existed. Or did exist, however you want to word it. The giants use the little people as slaves. They use the native people. They use people around the world as slaves. Even for sex. I guess if they were super giants, they wouldn't be able, but uh, the smaller giants, the ones that were 10 or 15 feet tall, uh, were able to have sex with humans. Same as alien races are. And people don't ever talk about that, in general. I did a TV show where the woman admitted she had sex with a reptilian and explained it and said it was the greatest everything. What it looked like, how it felt, and all those things. Yeah, well, that's one thing. But we, we tell ourselves what's important in our lives. If you tell yourself sex is, anything goes. You tell yourself murder is, karma keeps growing. All these little things change where we could move into. Smoking, drinking, does that help anything? Well, it relaxes me. From what? Thinking of the truth? If you're afraid of the truth, you'll never move forward. Ever! No matter what anybody says, does, gives you to drink, smoke, eat, or whatever. You're not going to move forward. You can't. And you won't. Who am I? A person coming out of experience that was given multiple visions, experiences as well, death experiences, afterlife, and, and journeying out of the body into the higher realms with gods, deities, and angels, and you name it. I don't want to go back into Atlantis because that's how it all started in this realm. The only way you can prove the inner laws of God is by living them. And the, the part is the Garden of Eden came out of Atlantis. That's where it was. Sadly to say, aliens didn't like it. They didn't want people living in that much freedom we are talking the truth right now whether you believe it or not is your choice Adam and Eve did not live in the garden of Eden Atlantis was a different time frame it was spiritual people we all had different abilities we all had all the abilities we used different ones at different times obviously nobody could lie Nobody could steal. Nobody wanted to. Everybody could know what another person thinks and feels. I was empathic for a couple of years, and I went through that the last time. But, yeah, you know. You know what people are thinking and saying and feeling. So, obviously, you couldn't let your thoughts go la-la land and become whatever. I want to go into thinking about this today, or I want to think about that. No, you couldn't. And you didn't. There was no need to. If you're pure in heart, which are, oh, I'm pure in heart, I'm this. Well, you know, pure in heart people say they're spiritual. I don't. But the ones that say they're spiritual, 
How can you be spiritual if one child in your neighborhood or your state is getting raped, killed, murdered, and all those things? How can you say in a spiritual way you let that go down? Or you can't stop it? Well, we could have stopped everything in the beginning if we listened. When the truth comes out and you don't listen, guess who pays the consequences? Life. All human life. Sacrifice as a reality? The Egyptians? Lions? Sacrificing beings? Do you think God said, hey, sacrifice those people for me? They just said we have lousy weather. If I sacrifice somebody, maybe it'll be better. I mean, Native people do that. All tribal people have their ideas of what's going to stop the weather or change the weather. But guess what? It didn't help them. 50 million Native people lived here 500 years ago. And now there's less than 1 million. So did it help them? When we create ideas and we create a reality, does it help us? Sure, the Native people are alive now. Most of them are forced into Christianity. Not that they totally accept it, but they had to accept it at some point. The children did, or they were killed. So yeah, there's, you want to go into that, we can, but I don't want to, not now. All speakers will say, this is my experience, this is my opinion. Sorry, I'm not going to say that. I can't. I can only give you the truth, which is God's truth. Not mine, not the Bible's, not Joe Schmoe's. God is what it is because of what it is, it allows us to be. But what are we being? If we're not aware of that, we're being not not beneficial to God or ourselves. So I'm going to say, I can only give you the truth. And it's not mine. When I had my experiences, they were not my experiences. It wasn't about come down and tell them love each other. That's part of being a part of human. But we don't respect that. To, to, To realize that when we leave, we go to a better place is even more incredible, which we can't accept. Heaven sitting around your family, is that a better place? Do you really want to be around your father and mother? Or which ones, if you had two or three, or you married ten times? Which wife do you want to be with? Do you ever think anything out ever? And if you're reincarnated, do you know how many lifetimes you had families? Do you care about them anymore? Oh, well, after reincarnation. Problem is, when you reincarnate, you do forget. You forget your families that you had, you worked with, you learned from. Now, I mentioned to, to somebody I know, from close family, about what Jesus said many times. And I talked to her about that because she's there to understand it. Jesus said to his followers, to his apostles, leave your family, leave your children. Do you know, I don't know too many Christians that understand that. What was he saying? Why would he tell them to do that? To see if they had the uh, will and the desire. And uh, No, it wasn't about that at all. Not at all. The story where... 
take your children up into the mountain and kill your son. Uh, he had his son up there and he was ready to kill him. Can we believe God did that? Jehovah might have, but not God itself. God doesn't want us to kill each other. doesn't create life to kill it. It didn't create awareness to become unaware. Well, the simplest reason, if you have a simple mind, you could understand it right away. Like when you tell a child something, they understand it because they look at it from the simplest viewpoint without giving it all these extra ideas. If a person, if one of his disciples, and I went through it in my life, and I'm not going to go into that, but if you were with the family, and you were with the most spiritual person walking the planet, and they said, follow me, leave your home. I mean, the first question, why? Well, think about why I would ask you to do that. Because of his ego? How about you can spend your life here and keep your karma and not move forward and not benefit soul? And you're going to reincarnate and do it all over without awareness next time because Jesus won't be here. All right. Letting go of things that will tie you to the present, meaning your own karma that's here right now. And do greater things, which they all did. Uh, you can choose it. I was out of my body. I don't want to get into this story, but uh, I chose to come back. And I did that even when I went to the reservation. I was asked to stay on holy ground. And they said, well, I have to take care of my own problems first. Well, was it right or wrong? I could have stayed on holy ground. The only holy ground the native people have in the United States. But I chose not to. Not because I didn't feel I could vibrate there, but no. I, I can't run and hide from truth and from reality uh, while in this body. Most people could. But here's the thing. You stay around your children and you can't teach them because they're not going to learn. The program's already set. And when Jesus said, I want people, he who have no faith, follow me. He knew he's not going to change these people because they're dead set. Most people that listen to what I say is that this guy's an idiot and hangs up or closes, shuts their computer off and just knocks me off the line. Whatever. It's easy to get rid of the truth. That easy. But the truth will always be there. The lies get bigger and bigger and people believe in them, give them more power every second. But they're not looking beyond that to get closer to the truth well the vibration that we're at is coarse planet earth the vibration the sound of it is very coarse every plane every realm vibrates so obviously you can't take one vibration and stick it in another and expect it to vibrate the same it won't there's two things happens. It either becomes that vibration or it gets destroyed. A high vibration cannot occupy a physical body. It cannot. So when a person says, I'm a high spiritual being, you're full of something, uh, but not spiritual truth. Saying I'm going to become a high vibration here is ego. You will stay at this vibration on this planet because that's what it is. 
until you die. This is when Moses brought the people to the promised land. They didn't enter into a promised land. His delusional idea, he couldn't understand God. Like, nobody could understand Jesus. When it comes to the truth, people block it out and fill it with physical programmed ideas of reality. Moses didn't understand that the body had to die. And all his people he took out died. And he didn't even understand that. Because when he brought the people to the promised land, and he wasn't allowed in it, why? We'll go into that. No. Uh, but those people went in there and killed those people so they could take it over. Well, this is the promised land. Uh, do you have any laws that you live by? No. I will tell you this. Jesus taught me well. Mary Magdalene did as well. She was my closest friend when Jesus was here and alive. When I was here and alive. I was a female. My name was Maria. And I was a goddess in the temple as well as Mary was. Mary Magdalene lived in the temple. She didn't live in a hole in a wall. She wasn't a sleazy whore. She wasn't any of those words that they put on her years later. But she did not stay there either. She moved and left. And she traveled the world teaching what Jesus taught her. She was more powerful than any other being on the planet at that time as well. For she could have never taught and finished teaching Jesus' teachings to anybody if she didn't or couldn't. Peter was so brain dead for a word. He was ignorant. He, he didn't listen to a word she said over and over. He didn't listen. He didn't understand Jesus. So finally he broke down and says, I'm going to listen to Mary. And he did. And he learned ascension. And he had his powers and his abilities and everything was there for him. So he wasn't the only one that didn't hear Jesus, what he was teaching. So we, we need to open up, well, it's religion. No, it's truth. There's a difference between religion and truth. You're going to die, and you can say whatever you want. And you can say scientists can tell you whatever they want. You're not going to die. You're going to die. Uh, your physical body is not you. So when the body dies, you're going to leave it. You're going to put your mind into a computer, and that's all it's going to be, is another program that you were fed that's being fed into another computer. That's not you. You won't be the computer. You're not going to be inside the computer. It's like that. There was a movie out a long time ago. It was pretty cool, where the guy plays his computer, beats the computer, and he goes into the computer because he bet it, and he became the, the, the robot, the thing inside the computer. But do you want to be that? Would you really want to be you inside a computer? Nothing good's going on. I mean, yeah, information's on a computer. More people are using it for dating and, and all these other abstract things. So is that where you're going? Is that where you want to be? Mankind's being pulled into garbage. And who do you think's allowing them to believe and accept that? Well, Lucifer will do anything he can to keep you here. Johnny Depp, Transcendence. Uh, yes. Uh, well... We die. And we have to realize that's going to happen sooner than later. Every day you get closer to dying than you get closer to living. And I'm going to give you the numbers. I, I'm not up to the numbers yet, but I'm going to give you the numbers now. Before I, If I don't get to it today, I want to make sure I do. The numbers are in, if you want to use a phrase. And when we talk about 
incarnation, reincarnation, and all those words. There's a reason why more souls are coming in. There's a reason why large numbers are leaving. And I said, if we go back to Adam and Eve, how many people were reincarnating? Nobody. For the whole, say, let's say 20 years, 30 years to to have children grow up and have sex and have more children and stuff. How many people do you think were dying in that time frame? Well, they didn't live old. They, they were, people died rather young in those days anyway, but uh, not many were coming back. Not like the numbers that I'm going to give you now. Well, how can I give you numbers on reincarnation? Well, it's simple. Let me get to it. On the average day, one day, we're talking about today, 350,000 people are going to die. 350,000 people. Do you, can you figure that number of people and, and see those bodies standing in front of you? It's a lot of bodies. I'm oh, oh, sorry. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I already messed it up. Sorry about that. Really bad. 350,000 are born in a day. Sorry about that, really. Take it back. Uh, so that means anywhere from 350 to 400,000. Children are popping out, coming into this world. At the same time is the opposite number. 100,000 to 150,000, and it's closer to 150,000, die every day. So line 150,000 up and seeing them dying. Why you see all these other babies popping out, being born. So the number of the people going into the Esther plane is pretty high. But the number coming in is higher than the number going into it. So you would say, well, more people can't be coming onto the planet, but the population of the planet's growing. So if you if you were a brain, a scientist, or whatever you think you are, look at those numbers and figure out why why it's different. Here's the reasoning. And I'm going to tell you this, and, and I don't know anybody else talking about it, ever. never heard anybody else even think about the idea. Well, alien races are dying as well. The greys are dying out completely. They're trying to save their race. That's why they're putting us with their DNA. But uh, multiple universes, multiple beings all dying. And where are they going? Into the astral plane. Where are they going back to? Planet Earth. Why not their planet? Because planet Earth, people, whether you want to hear this or not, is the most spiritual planet in our universe. Oh no, they got high technology. Technology has nothing to do with God. Ignorance of people saying, well, we need better technology. Technology is not going to help us find God, help us find our soul, understand death, reincarnation. It's not going to help us at all. It pulls us further into the world thinking we're important and this planet's important, that our universe is important. It's anything but. Write those numbers down and look at them on a piece of paper. 350,000 to 400,000 children coming in. A lot of sex going on. The vibration of the planet, sexual energy. Now, the death, death energy, 100,000 a day? 150,000 a day? Well, what I found out, the worst part of the dying part, 100,000 a day are dying from growing old. 
So uh, think about the numbers, think how they relate to each other and why there's more souls coming into the planet daily. They're not coming from the bank of people that left here. They're coming in from other banks of souls that have to come into this world. But you being a soul, even if you're a little aware or more aware, and which they're not, that's why they're going to come back to here because spirit allows them to take a bigger, bigger chance and a bigger leap if their karma is just. They don't get to stay on the astral plane. Neither do they. So they're all coming back. Everybody's coming back here. So, yeah, it gives it Lucifer more, more toys to play with. The illusion that this world is important. But putting science in the picture only makes it worse. I, I hope you got something out of what I just said. Uh, whether you believe it or not, pull it up, check it, do whatever you need to do. Well, this thing about the vibration... We've got to be aware of that. Wherever we go, our vibration is who we are. People feel our vibration. I mean, how they react to it's different. Some people don't, are just dead numb, so they don't feel it. But I said this last week. I said, when you look at a car, you, you're driving, you look at the car next to you, they turn around and look at you. Why? What do you think? It's just a natural instinct to turn and see if somebody's looking at you. No, your energy hit them and they're feeling it and looking back where the energy came from. It's a simple form of our psychic energy. How we use it in a non-direct way. I worked with those energies when I was 14 till probably 19. At that point, I realized they all got to go. And I gave them up. And then years later, it became empathic for two years, which was crazy and horrible. But that's not where we're going today. Atlantis, which was when human race came to this planet. It wasn't by the Anunnaki. I think you should scratch that word, burn it, wherever you hear it, see it. Don't accept it. Don't allow it to become part of your consciousness. It's a program, just like everything else you hear. Unless you got an Anunnaki, for real standing in your doorway and you got somebody else standing there next to you seeing it would you really have to worry about it? Because your dream world is being filled with this energy and you're accepting it. Zachariah Sitchin is going to face God or did already uh, and where, where, where he dwells. I never thought about looking where he is and seeing what's happening with him because you can. Uh, I just feel he had to serve out, serve out his time frame there for probably five years. Ten, maybe. And then he gets to reincarnate. He's not going to stay there. He did too much damage to, to, this, to this part of the world right now. As a single person, he brainwashed so many people in a bad way. Telling a story of a story that's not important to mankind. Oh, the Anunnaki. Oh, they wrote stories. Everybody writes stories. They're all carved stone and things like that. But so what? Did it help any of those people ever? Did Moses help anybody really? Yes, he did. Did he realize who he helped? No. He actually hurt the people that he thought he was helping. Smashing the tablets rather than letting them read it. Killing the people there because they were having sex and doing all the things that he said that they shouldn't be doing anyway. But the Ten Commandments had nothing to do with gold. 
But images, which is obvious, one of the Ten Commandments, and they created images. Well, that became religion. Religions were that. Images, and they still have pictures. You can't... Now, without going into the Ten Commandments, which most people don't believe, it's, you can't create an image of God here because nothing can relate to it. Putting a statue on a table will only downgrade what, what God is. Trying to have a statue of God is only downgrading what, it's, what it really is. So, whether you call Jehovah a selfish God or not, he was real. And real to himself. But we need to go much further than that, This all this, to get further. Now, when, when Thor the Atlantean, I was in Atlantis, Thor the Atlantean was an incredible being. It's not the story about him. That's all lies, too. Remember, the, the further away from the truth you get, the, the greater the lie becomes. Just make a circle, put a hundred people in a circle, pass the sentences around and say, don't change it. See if you get the same sentence back at the end of it. You're not. It never comes back the same. So, even a word, when a person hears a word, they think of it as a different different experience or different whatever, and it becomes a different thought when they're trying to say it. But uh, give them a long sentence to remember. It'll come back really twisted. So, uh, when, uh, when thought was, he was a being that brought nine races to planet Earth. Not the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki tried programming us. Well, here's how it went down. When Atlantis was destroyed and sunk through weapons, there were beings left here. Everybody doesn't get wiped out. Anything that ever happened. They didn't wipe everybody out, ever. But the Anunnaki opened up a word in the consciousness of the human race which is one of the worst disturbing words that it could have killing that word started deteriorating mankind and it created all the things that happened from that and we dwell within it even when it comes to killing animals killing hunting and all those things all fit together Uh, do you understand that? What What's being created here? Are you looking how it was created? Now go to all the all the Hindu gods. What they taught? They were they were controlling gods, all of them. So it doesn't make uh, Jehovah any different. But Shiva, Kali, Durga, all those names. Well, Durga is the real name of the god on the fifth plane. If you want to know, not the not the Hindu. Or Buddhist name Durga. What Durga really is. And I work with deities. And I'll tell you a lot. We can do a whole thing on that one day if you want to. People want that. But you need to work with yourselves more than anything right now. Because it's about you unfolding and getting out of here. We're destroying every single thing on this planet. Do you want to be here when it goes down? My partner said to me, she doesn't want me to die. She wants me to be here. She can't be here alone. I have to go for a test, and I have to do a couple things. I'm, I'm not in a hurry. I said, God will take me out when it wants it to, or spirit will. I'm not worried, but she is. So I'm going to have to play the game to make her happy. Because I know there's horrible things going on in my body and have been, but I'm still here. I didn't want to live past 40. 
I didn't want to live past 60. So now I'm 65. Moving on. But uh, I'm not happy with my body in any which way. I never was. Everything I wanted in my life was taken away because of my body. So was that my desire to move forward spiritually? No. <laughs> I would have been a master in martial arts. I was on my brown belt. Uh, I would have been a, a dancer, which I took for two years until the teacher squatted me and I did something to my hip and I could never split my body and do a split or anything. I mean, all these little things I wanted were taken away. I wanted to work for the phone company, but I did get it. But it took me two years later to get it. So, spirit works for us, but not the way we want it to. It doesn't give us the things when we say we think we want it or need it. And then it takes things away when it... If it knows your heart, what you truly want to be, it's not going to allow you to do something else. I wanted to have children. I wanted to be a normal family person. I had three women that had three abortions and, and had got rid of my child and stuff. So, yeah, it's horrible what I wanted, but it was... I had a look. I'm not going to go into that today. Why I came here in this lifetime. I was with Jesus. Why would I want to come back? One simple reason. So we have to work on the truth within ourselves. Not anybody else. I don't care how happy you are in your marriage. How many children you have. I'm not saying disrespect them or go against them or hate them or anything like that. No. Bigger karma now. Do the best. Be the best you can. But be better than that. Learn something about spirit and teach them to learn about it themselves. Don't leave them in a world that's destroying itself without any protection, without any way to grow. Don't force them into a religion. I mean, the Bible has small spots of truth here and there, but it's still nothing to do with what Jesus really taught, which is the only thing important in the whole Bible. Moses, the whole first old part of the Bible is useless. He was into his mind. He controlled reality. He actually was the greatest magician. But he wasn't spiritual at any level. If God talks to you, you got the choice. And you become that or you lose everything. You lost everything. What You think the older you live, the better you are? No, I can. I got so many things that go on that made me who I am and why I know everything and what what I know is know is the truth. Uh, I still had a religion because of my father in a past life, and I'll just leave it at that. So people are afraid of truth because if you set up a story, you don't want anybody to ruin it. And I could re- I could destroy a lot of stories because they're all lies. I'm not saying a person didn't have a heart attack and go to the hospital. But he said he stood before God and God told him to come back and make pop pies or something. Uh, no. When people say they have a death experience and they stood before God. No. You only get to see God when you deserve it. You have to do things to get to that point to deserve it. Somebody shoots you, you're not going to stand before God. You'll stand before angels. I'm not saying that's not true. But what angels are you going to stand before? Fallen angels? Michael? Gabriel? There's only nine listed in the Bible. 
But there's many more angels than that, because we all have angels around us. If we listen, find them, or, or learn what they are, and what they're there for, or what they can do for us, uh, we hide from the truth. We think somebody on a stand charging $50 is going to tell us how to find God, or how to find money and healing and truth. No, you're not going to get truth anywhere else. Please, if, I was, if I'm lying, I'm lying to God. But I know the truth. Oh, that's my truth. Well, it could be yours when you learn it. And it will be yours when you learn it. Sorry to tell you that. You don't have to believe me in this life or the next. Or even the one after that. There'll come to a time when you have to say to yourself, I want the truth. I want to move forward. I want to get out of this box finally. But as long as people keep telling you that box is heaven, why do you want to leave it? So, uh, I've got about 25 minutes to go, and I have so much more to talk about, but let's see what I can do here. Well, when I was young, I had a lot of problems in my life. Alright? I can't, I had abuse, had lots of things going on. Uh, but I made it through the childhood days, school days I hated. I hated school every day that I ever went to it. Uh, but I did like girls. I I wanted to be friends with every girl I could, and, and I always tried to be, and I was. I had problems with the ones I really wanted to be with due to my mother and things. All, all conflicts. Everybody has conflicts. Parents destroy children greatly all the time. And they say, oh, I'm doing what's best for my child. Did you talk to God? Do you talk to God? Do you know what's best for your child? Nobody does. The child's only learning what's best for itself. But it needs a wide viewpoint to look through. You can't tell him to look through a test tube and whatever is on the other end is his, what his answer. No, he needs a wide view to be able to see everywhere can't give a child one religion or one one idea of your truth because they'll find the truth if you allow them to have it and children aren't allowed that truth sadly to say when is a child grown up I say this a lot when is a child grown up when is a child a grown up really 16 18 21 you think those years between 14 and 16 are different it depends on the conditioning of the programs that people around them are giving them. Go out to these uh, tribal people. Little kids are doing incredible work. They're not complaining either. Many of the children are starving, and they don't have a choice either. So the right to have the truth should be for all souls, young or old. So now, when does a child have the right to get married? When the parent says they can or when they turn 18. Again, it's still man's idea of that. In the old days, it didn't wasn't age. When when Lot came out of the mountain, out of the uh, whatever, and his two daughters with him, they both had sex with him to produce more children to keep his family going. But what's right and wrong? It's again a viewpoint, an understanding of truth, and whose truth is it? 
If it comes from a piece of paper, it's probably a lie. Say you marry a woman and you have a child and this woman was your cousin and your child has this horrible disease and they told you that you would get that disease because you had the family and it's intermingling within the family. Well, you could have got the same disease from marrying somebody else. But you need to find the truth within yourself to follow through and do what you need to do for yourself to get closer to it. It's a hard battle. It's uphill every day, every second, every minute. And you have the choice to stop walking up the mountain any given time. So that should be the greatest thing, not what people say, well, you just have to let go. Let go of what? The truth? The people? Reality? The ignorance of the world? Instead of trying to make everybody on, put, them on, put everybody on pedestals and pray to them all. No. Things that deserve prayer and, and your uh, energy should deserve it. You don't need to give it to everybody. You don't need to accept everybody. And the old phrase, the idea, judge or let those who have the bad things within them cast the first stone that say that they don't have that bad thing within them. Well, we all have something bad inside us. It's called mind. As long as the mind's active, we are dealing with the negative side of reality. Soul doesn't need the mind. The body needs the mind to move, but soul doesn't. Soul steps out of the body, it's moving around freely and, and comfortably. So when people go on and on about truth, uh, they don't know it. Who gave it to them? Where did they get it? Who is willing to go against everything that you know to tell you it? Well, no hate. I don't care. People hate me. I hope they do because in that hate, they're going to take a step deeper. Why would he say something that stupid? Uh, and they might even think about it. If you accept things just because somebody says it, that's another problem. If you don't prove it, it's useless. If you can't prove to yourself that there's life after death, life is useless. If you can't prove that there's a God, reality in any dimension is useless. To believe that this is all a dream. Why live in a sick dream? Why live in a horrible illusion? So the programming ideas that you accept and turn into your reality, your truth, where's it getting you? Well, my time's going so fast. I, I shouldn't, but I will. I was going through a lot of things in my life, as always. But I was going to court against the phone company. <laughs> they were saying I was hurt on a UFO. Seriously, I'm not making this up. And I was going to court for two years on it. Uh, but it was getting close to the, to the ending of the court case. And I, I was sure that I was going to win. Because I said they were actually trying to prove that I was hurt on a UFO. But they're trying to make it that I said I did. And I said, well, look, I went to a psychiatrist in the phone company. And he asked me how I got hurt on a ship. And I said, I didn't walk on a ship. And he goes, but you got hurt on a ship. I said, no, I didn't. I said, can I have a recording? Can I write that on a piece of paper and let you sign it? Oh, I can't do that. I said, well, why are you asking me a question that you can't say? Uh, but again, they were trying to say that I got hurt. If, they, if I admitted that I got hurt on a UFO, they weren't responsible. So, but here's the thing. I had three weeks coming. 
And I said, after the three weeks, I was supposed to go to court. And I said, I'm going to win, so I'm going to party. I didn't have much money. I went down to Florida. I found the cheapest campground I could. But it was near the manatee, and I wanted to be near I wanted to try to be with manatees, which I spent three weeks with, which was incredible. I was by myself. I was in the campground. I guess it was kind of like an anything-goes campground, because it was a nudist campground, really. Uh, but I kept my clothes on most of the time. I mean, there's things you're not allowed. I've had piercings all over my body. You're not allowed to have piercings when you go there, just so you know, if you ever decide to. Uh, so it was hard, but I was out swimming in the, in the, the rivers, the lagoons, and even the bay and the ocean with the manatees every day. And it was a trip. Uh, just being around these giant creatures and you go in the water they'll come right up to you and you put your hand on them they'll roll over and you like you rub their stomach it was an incredible experience for me I jumped in the lagoons because they're there they can't go too far and it was easy to be with them and everything so I was having that kind of fun but I was in Florida I guess it was January February March March somewhere around March and the cold spell came into Florida that they never had. The temperature dropped below freezing in Florida, and it was actually starting to destroy a lot of things. And uh, I was freezing in my tent. So I uh, lit a bunch of candles. I had like 10 candles inside a little tent, and it could have went up in a split second. And I knew that, but I was freezing. And I said, my, everything in my icebox was frozen inside my icebox, really. So here I am sitting in the middle of the floor with these candles all around me. And as I last set, lit the last one, I just like put my hands in front of me over my overlapping each other. And bam, I was out of my body. I had the most incredible experience. I'm not going to go into it in detail. That anybody could have ever wanted, would want, desire, or wish for. I don't know how long it lasted. I really don't. But in that experience... Open my eyes to truth in every which way. And that was before I saw God. So think about what, what it would take to open you up to a greater life, greater awareness, or even search for a bigger one or understand a, a different awareness. To let go of all these programs that every single speaker out there is telling you about love and compassion. The world's hate. Well, hate. Well, I say... Hate is horrible, but fear, people fear each other. You should only have one fear in life, not the fear of death, the fear of God. And I'm telling you straight out, if you don't have fear of God, you're never going to grow. Because you're going to stay here, because you're not going to do things. If you were afraid of God, you wouldn't be doing certain things because you knew you would never get closer to God. But if you think you're God or don't fear God, you can do whatever you want. And you will stay here. Period. Nobody's going to heal your karma, take it away. All those stupid, ridiculous ideas. Shake them out of your brain right now. We should go to a, a, a... I hate to do guided spiritual exercise, but I'm not going to do it now. Next time, maybe. Uh, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Stay on planet Earth? For what reason? Well, I had a nice steak dinner and it was so good. Uh, okay. They get better on the astral plane. Because you could eat them all day long, not get fat, not change, or get old. 
So we're programmed with an idea of what reality is, what, what heaven is, and if you want to be in heaven with your family again, really, is that the best you can do? Imagine being in a world where closer to God, not with God, but with the highest angels or deities. Imagine what would you be doing? Cooking hot dogs and, and uh, having a barbecue. What? See, we're limited to the body. Imagine being a, an energy that can travel multiple universes and see all the other realms and dimensions and, and all that at the same time. Well, mankind's brain is too small. Einstein was wrong. Tesla was being programmed by Alan. So, uh, where are we going? Do more programs from alien races again. Again. We already were given how to kill. Now, and the other word was abuse sex. Uh, really? Sexual energy makes us spiritual? No, it doesn't. It makes you feel the best you can on planet Earth, though. But it doesn't make you feel better in the astral plane. So Muslims are thinking they're going to the astral plane and having sex and all that. It's going to make it incredible. Having sex for seven days straight would be pretty ri- ridiculous. Uh, just the fact that you were doing it for that long would be boring. So we fill ourselves with such lies, such fantasies. And I'm not a, a futurist, which is like, uh, I'll say a name. The most famous one I know is Barbara Mux Hubbard. She's one of the oldest speakers, futurist speakers out there. Well, everything's going to be beautiful in the future. But even the Dalai Lama said maybe in four, four reincarnations the world will be at peace. Maybe. And then what? At peace? Peace for what? To believe we all can work together? If we don't have the same God, we'll never be together. If you don't believe in God, you'll never be there either. Where are you going in your spiritual growth? Listening to these fools. Sorry, people. You tell people lies and and, and want their money without giving them any truth to take home. Being happy is not the truth. Because you can be as happy as you want. You go home and your child's dead, your cat's dead, anything's dead. You're going to be anywhere except happy. If you believe that's all that is, you're not going to move forward. You'll deteriorate and die yourself. So, happiness is is a temporary holding ground for soul to stay here. It makes them want to stay here. Lucifer will give you what you want because it will give you that happiness to stay here. To kill more people, to abuse more people. We abuse everything. I abuse food, but that's my choice. Uh, And I'm not talking about animals because I don't believe in eating cows and, and any horses, dogs, or cats like every other country does. Do you care? Do you? Oh, well, that's another kind. We're part of the same planet. Children selling body parts, children selling, being sold into sex. All those things exist. And you're spiritual? Well, I don't, you don't what? Care? Or you send them unconditional love? Love's helping anything change on this planet? You're delusional. Like a lot of these people that are trying to tell you what's right and what you should do and how you should be and everything else. Again, children. Children see the light. Children can touch spirit easily. When a child is in, just born and stuff, and they're moving around, their heads and stuff, they really can't see it. They, they follow light. But they see the inner light as well. They, when, when they start realizing, 
Because soul doesn't have an age. Understanding the energy from other souls, it becomes... You ever see a baby start giggling? It's not programmed to giggle yet. It's not programmed to be happy. True love vibrates. It's a vibration. And the more you are connected to God, the greater that vibration could be. But a child can sense the vibration no matter how little it is. Or they can feel negative vibrations as well. But as they grow older, parents don't teach them to follow that. And then they get pulled into negative people, negative energy, negative things. So there's so much learning to do while you sit there and say, I'm spiritual. I'm a fifth dimension, sixth dimensional being now. Really? What can you vibrate at? Can you vibrate the, 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 the chair? Or move the, the glass off the table? Uh, so we're programmed so bad, so ridiculously, mankind, believing working with aliens is going to save us. I'm not even, I don't even have time to get into that yet today. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm running out of time so fast, and I won't. I want to stick with the ending of what we, what we got into this far. Jesus was a man. Sorry. He never said he was God. Never. He said, you can do what I can do, but greater. Who's doing that? Nobody. Not even I, because I'm not saying I'm that. I'm just like, kind of like, uh, I'm bad with that. I can't even think of it. The one that did all the baptizing. <laughs> Uh, just a, just the bringer of truth, and it's up to people to to work with it, find it, and use it. Well, when I had that experience, it changed my reality, it changed my vibration, it changed everything I knew. But none of it came from a piece of paper or a piece of stone, carvings on the wall. Who taught them how to draw? Why did they want to draw? All those little things. It's all programming. Words are all created out of man's ego. He was the first person to say love. Nobody. Love didn't exist for a super long time in our history, as far back as you want to go. So it was all about vibrating energy, kundalini energy, which is not spiritual by any means. Oh, it puts me in touch with ego. And mind. Sex alone is affected by the mind. By what the mind thinks makes the sexual act a better or worse experience. So it's not even the feelings that you're doing and creating. It's the brain that's programming that experience. You're already programmed to believe it's the most important experience in a memoir. So, my time's running out. I am so sorry. I wanted to get into a lot more. Uh, Jesus was the only person that I know through all my lives, going back to Atlantis, that had truth to bring it to people. To take away the ignorance of false gods. Jehovah was not Jesus' God. I don't care what you read or hear or say. Uh, he is the God for aliens. Whether you want to believe that or know that, they might not even know it. You have the right to listen to what I say or not. If you ever tune in again, that's your choice. If you want to talk to me directly, please email me. 
Hawksblood1, AOL.com. All right. Uh, Swagel18, my partner that I did UFO stuff with for a long time, is actually creating a show. Uh, he's doing multiple shows. Uh, listen to some of his stuff. Go out there. Tune into his site, Sergeant 18 Pull it up. Watch some of the videos. It's a, it's a greater awareness in life than what you're getting from anybody else out there. Please, we talk about him, him and I. How many people will talk about God? Not God loves us. No, that's ridiculous. In the face of a meaning like God loves us because we're here on planet Earth. God will love you when you become a spiritual being and work with you then. But as long as you're out there uh, playing tiddlywinks and, and chasing girls or whatever, there's no desire, no need or anything for God to be part of that reality. And until mankind accepts that and is in the delusional world that God's sitting there or Jesus is waiting to help you and be with you and all that stuff, why? What did you do for the world? What did you do for life? What did you do for death? Any of them? Can you answer anything about death? Can you answer anything about life? Why are you really here? There's simple questions that nobody can answer. Well, most people can't. Are too unwilling to go out of their way to do the research, to do the work. Ow! I'm getting arthritis so bad. I do I do so many miles of walking with my dog. It's really affecting my knees. Uh, sorry about that. But I'm in pain. But... Wake up, people. There's not much time. Between presidents, Congress, and and parties, Republican and Democrat, no, it should be people party. People that vote on, we change things when they're not right for the people. Not we have to live with them for four years because somebody said so. I mean, we should be, we did have the right. But see, people are too unwilling to do and take responsibility for their own actions. And they have to make somebody else accountable or, re, or responsible for that. So Jesus said, if the laws are unjust, you change them. And our laws are unjust every which way. Uh, I put letters up every single day. I mean, how many letters do you sign which do nothing? Unless you've got money, enough money to go stand in front of the White House and get a bunch of people to stand there, you're not going to be heard. I mean, support the dolphins, support the whales, support every life. No, mankind doesn't care. The government sure doesn't care. People in the government are too old to, to, to grow. They're not ready or unable to move forward spiritually. Do you want a government that's spiritual or, or controlling? We've got a controlling government. Everybody does. Because nobody knows what the word spiritual means. Are you ready to go out and start looking, working, and, and getting further down the road than just being happy in this existence, which is horrible? Tell yourself whatever you want. I got a jacuzzi. I got a plane. I got a boat. Yeah, well... Well, it was a pleasure, everybody. Uh, I hope you got something out of today. I, I had a, a lot more stuff to get into. But uh, since we don't have time, I just want you to realize I'm here for you, not for myself. I know where I'm going. I know. I know what I did in my life. I know what I'm trying to keep from doing the rest of my life while I'm here. So it's hard. It's always hard not to take the wrong step at any given moment when it's always in front of you. And how far do you go to take that step? You've got to be responsible for everything around you as well. 
all the children starving, all the children getting abused, children this, all the women that are being abused, and and they make one story, whether it's right or wrong, affect everybody else's story. It's not like that. Everything has its own view and point that we have to look at and understand. I served on grand jury duty for a year, and I might be back on it sometime soon. Uh, I just want to be there to make my truth accountable. And I could go against what they say. In grand jury, jury, it's the number of people. It's not like they all have to agree in a real court case when it comes down to the court case itself. Uh, but yeah, being aware, being responsible, going out of your way to do that. Be the best you can. Look for the truth always. Don't settle for the lies. Peace, everyone. Till next time. Say the bluegrass trains are coming from Beaverdale down to Alabama. The bluegrass trains are coming. Bluegrass trains are coming. Long, long trains running. It's a song. Lester Flat and Earl Scruggs, Ralph Stanley, Kevin Hugg, the bluegrass trains are coming. Thank you.